Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. My name is Matt Ham, and with me every week is my good friend, Kevin Adams. Kevin. Hey. There we are. A good friend and uh, co-host, I reckon. Co-host that it is, man. Every Sunday, uh, I have the opportunity to come to you on Wilmington's Big Talker. Uh, Kevin and I are the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization uh, here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, Kevin handles the majority of our one-to-one mentoring. In fact, all of our one-to-one mentoring uh, is Kevin's um, kind of... Uh, gift set. And I've had the opportunity, Kevin, to, to mentor uh, with you uh, for the number of years now, and we saw that fruit and so began to offer that out to folks. We had a great testimony this week that I just wanted to share on air with our listeners. Uh, this is from uh, a young lady named Holly Sutton, and Holly said, I'm thrilled about what you guys are offering at Uprint. It is so encouraging. And the faith development mentoring with Kevin has been exactly what I need in this season. But at the same time, it's crazy hard because it's causing me to dig deeper. I've been feeling a bit stalled in what the next steps of life should be, but Kevin has been asking great questions that are helping me process through this. I'm so glad I finally dove in. It's scary, and yet it's right where God wants me. This has been a great investment during the season. That's from Holly Sutton. So right. always encouraging when we see fruit being born yeah, and seeing testimonies. Uh, for those that are listening, if you're uh, looking to, to kind of bridge the gap, uh, understand what more to life really looks like, Check out our, our faith uh, development mentoring. You can go to uprint.life. That's Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Schedule a discovery call. Do some research there. We would love to walk with you. Uh, this show, Wake Up Our Faith, is brought to you by our corporate partners. We have a new corporate partner we want to recognize today. That's our friends at Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. Uh, they are a family-based uh, physical therapy firm here in Wilmington with more than 100 years of collective experience, and they've been serving southeastern North Carolina uh, since 1983. They have an office on 17th Street and have just opened a new office in Porter's Neck. You can give them a call at 910-763-8286 or visit ptservicesofwilmington.com. Many thanks to them for being a part of the show. Uh, so, Kevin, another week, man, uh, another mm-hmm. opportunity to jump on the uh, the air. I know that the the Adamses have had a, a busy week this week, man, and uh, I, I'm not in that season. My children are much younger, but your mm-hmm. youngest daughter, Caroline, she's stepping into a new season. I know that that's big for you guys. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I know, man. I just was – my heart goes out to you guys with, with that. But, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm on the front end of this with young kids – and uh, it's funny, the other night, uh, my seven-year-old, Matthew's playing uh, coach's pitch baseball. And, and man, it's just it, it's so interesting because this dynamic with our kids, it's challenging. It's very difficult because there's so much a part of us. Mm-hmm. And so we embrace it all the way to our toes, right? And so when they hurt, we hurt, you know. Uh, and, and sometimes uh, that gets a little bit overboard as it did the other night at the Little League Park. And what I saw, man, was just all this emotion from these parents around these seven and eight year olds. And man, it was just so difficult for me to digest. I didn't even really know how to deal with it. And it was to the point where one of the dads, a coach on the other team gets ejected mm. from the game. Mm-hmm. This is a seven and eight year old coaches pitch game, you know, for, for arguing a call. And, yeah. and man, it just <laughs> caused me to pause and said, you know, what are we teaching our kids? Um, you know, by how we respond 
mm-hmm. in, in these things, um, you know, whether it be sporting events or situations with school and education and whatnot. And so I think that the thing for me is, is that's the question is like, how do we begin to navigate this place as parents, you know, and how do we begin to carry out an example in culture that, that we understand we're teaching our kids every single day? Well, parenting is a big job. <clears throat> um, and, uh, you know, like I, I could say plenty, um, but uh, I think uh, if you go to the end of, of the parenting trajectory, uh, your kids get, get to be the ones who decide if you're a good parent or not. So I think a lot of people think they are, and uh, but your grown kids coming to you and telling you you're a good parent, that's when you know if you have been or not, really and truly. Up till then, it's... Uh, guesswork a little bit, but following God is the only way to, uh, to do it right and, uh, building everything on his word and, uh, you know, the spirit and staying intimate with him. So there's a lot in, into that. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, that's, to me, that's, that's the sort of common denominator, big picture view of parenting. So what they do in sports or any other thing is, uh, can be poisonous or fun. Yeah. How do we, I mean, you know, with, with you think about this, I mean, I think there's a tendency to kind of bubble and protect the kids, right? Um, but that's not healthy either. You know, you want to expose them to certain things. So I think, you know, when you're looking at this, it's like, do I let them be involved in sports? Do I not let them be involved in sports because of what comes along with it? Sure. You know, for me, it's kind of like, well, where do you draw the line? You know, because for us with like baseball, I mean, there's this whole travel ball thing, which is like very engaged and very competitive. And they say it's like this at every game. Mm -hmm. So I asked another dad, I was like, is it like this all the time in competitive sports? He said, yep. And I'm kind of like, I don't want my kids to be involved in that. But, you know, I don't know that that's the the answer either. So I don't know. I'm just coming to you as a dad trying to figure out how to navigate this. Sure. Well, it's not new. Uh, I think it's new in a sense of it's generationally new. Probably, probably the late '80s or '90s, early '90s, you start seeing this more and more, um, and and this competitive thing. I guess the the big thing is why do you, why why do parents do it? And they were doing it, you know, 20 years ago when my kids were little, um, you know, and growing and going through those sports ages. But why do they do it? That's the real question, and there's different answers, but I don't know any of them that are good. Maybe there's one out of five. Yeah, but that's the that's the question. So you know, what do you? What's your thoughts? What? Why do people do it? That would be the question I would ask. Well, I think for me, I mean, it, it sports in general. It gets the kids active. You know, it gets them you know out of the house and you know moving around, and so the physical activity side of it's it's a benefit. Um, I'm not think, talking about sports, I'm talking about the oppressive, uh, travel ball, gotta go, gotta, gotta do every gotcha. sport gotcha. because that's what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, you're okay. not talking about sports. Yeah, I sure. think, yeah, yeah, no, I don't have anything. No, I'm with you. I know I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think the driving factor in, in why you would want to do that, yeah. you know, is putting your kids in front of the greatest opportunity for them to excel. Okay. So when you get into highly competitive travel ball, why? Why would you do that? You, you know, want- you said, you said, uh, you asked this guy, is it like this? He said, yep. Like kind of almost arrogantly, like, yeah, man, don't you know? And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> why, 
why. Now, I don't care that it is. I do. But I'm, if I'm pressing on that, I'm going to go, why? Mm. And, okay, you want your kids to excel. Again. Why? Why? Let's get to the bottom of this. Sure. So uh, if you recognize a talent that your kid has, you would want them to develop it fully. And who recognizes that? The parents. And they're experts. Right. So, you know, what, 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 where does this come from? Yeah. Is it, my kid's a good hitter? Yeah. So he needs to go to hit school or whatever. Sure. You know, I mean, what, what, is everybody great at that? I mean, everybody's a freaking star now. Yeah. You know, so I'm being a little smart alecky about it because it's, it, to me, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't get the why of it. Now, I'm speaking from my own experience and, and haven't been around it, but that's the question is why, why, why? And you keep going because you're going to get a bunch of surfacey pat answers until you get to the bottom of it. And the bottom of it, there's something going on in the heart. Now, like I said, every once in a while, you're going to find somebody who's truly gifted and fostering that in a godly way is good. Mm-hmm. But even that can, you know, take away the trust of getting God will get them to where they need to be. And, and so, yeah, well, that, that's the, make it happen. Sure. Well, I mean, and that's the, the, the real wrestling that you feel because Mm -hmm. underneath that is, well, I want them to be in front of the best talent because I want them to excel. Well, why do you want them to excel? I want them to excel so they can get a scholarship. So I don't have to pay for college or, you know what I mean? Why are you paying for college in the first place? Right. That's, that's what I would say. Well, because I have to, well, why do you have to? Mm -hmm. Well, because that's what culture says. Oh, there you go. Now we're getting into the issue. Well, who's driving the boat? Yeah. Well, what it, what it boils down to is who's sitting on the throne of your heart? Is it your children or is it Jesus? Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. And uh, it doesn't, you know, so someone can come along and hear a snippet of this and try to polarize it all and say, well, they're saying you can't play sports. They're saying competition's evil. Nobody's saying that at all. At all. We're just getting to the truth of it. Mm-hmm. What motivates you to do this? You know, what what's more important? And, you know, you, you said something about my daughter a few minutes ago, and, and uh, you know, I don't mind talking about that, but it's it, – it, my life is not for public consumption. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of times we, we turn our kids into our our uh, our stage. Yeah. And uh, we live through them. And so, you know, I, I just – a lot of that's yeah. not good. We'll dive into it. You guys are listening to Wake Up Our Faith here on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com.
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Myself and co-host Kevin Adams are here every week talking to you about faith and life and bridging that gap between Sundays. That's what we do at our organization, Uprint, and with our portable faith community at wakeupmyfaith.com. If you want to get inspiration, encouragement, and challenging uh, thoughts to your device right in the palm of your hand every day, uh, it also supports what we do, by the way, and we would love that. Uh, come on board with us at wakeupmyfaith.com. Uh, this show is brought to you by our corporate partners. We want to recognize uh, the Honeycut Group, an insurance brokerage firm here in Wilmington, family-owned for the last 10 years. Chad and his team can help with uh, any of your insurance needs. Uh, feel free to give them a call, 910 910- Three three eight one seven seven three. That's nine one zero three three eight one seven seven three. Also, want to recognize Chris Riley and our friends at Fountain Financial Associates. Have been giving their clients and families a better life for more than twenty years. They are in the business of keeping promises. I want to thank Chris and his team. Feel free to give them a call nine one zero two five six eight 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 two. So, Kev, today uh, we kind of dove in this first segment talking about children. Kids sitting on the throne of our heart rather than God. And before we went to break, you were just mentioning that, uh, you know, when it comes to your kids and your life and your parenting and so forth, it's not necessarily for public consumption. And that was kind of the thought we were dealing with before we went to break. So I wanted to bring that back up, dive right back into it, Um, because it's a big thing, man. I mean, there's a lot of people wrestling through this, and and I think this is going to be fruitful. Well, you know, everybody has the responsibility to... It, who anyone who has children has a responsibility to raise them the way they see fit uh, or have, they have the right. And uh, you know, I think that our first job is, is to lead them spiritually and uh, you know, it's a big deal. There's a lot to it. So more than trying to teach them a, a bunch of disciplines and habits and all that stuff, we have to show them our affection for God, and we have to live that out, and, and that's a relationship. And uh, in other words, my kids, what I will say about them, and you know, I may bring them up from time to time, but uh, you know, those are, we have memories and things that are just, they're just between us, and, and that's special to me. And, and, uh, but I'll use it as an example from time to time. But uh, you know, what my kids know um, more than a whole lot of other kids, and you know, look, I'm speaking hindsight here. Is uh, they know that God is a member of our family, that He lives in our household. They know where to go when they 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 have intimacy with Him, and that's how they see Him, and they see their lives as being conduits of heaven to be lived out on earth, and that's why they have to decide what that is. But it has to be built on the word and the spirit and they see that by our example and how we actually live more than the disciplines we try to force them into. Mm. So, you know, I'm not some angry guy. My kids are very successful and they're ranged from 26 down to age 20. And what makes them successful is they're in love with God and uh, they know who they are. And that's awesome to me. And that's enough. But, but, a lot of people want to force their children into 
uh, in the name of providing them opportunities. And I think that's fine. You know, you need to explore their gifts, let them do things. But a lot of parents put this pressure on and uh, they don't, they don't realize they're doing it. So, yeah, well, I think the poignant question that hits me when we're talking about the first segment is why, why do you do these things? You know, well, I did it when I was a kid, you know, or, you know, that's what, you know, so, but you have to pause long enough to say, okay, what's really driving this? And like you said, uncovering the issue in the heart, right. You know, and that's where I think we struggle as a culture to pause long enough to decide what's driving our actions. Mm-hmm. And we become this rote hamster wheel of, well, I got to do this and I got to do this because they're doing this and this is just the way that it goes. And that's that kind of carnal nature. I know my kids come to me all the time. <laughs> well, dad, right. the other kids stay up till 10, you know, or the other kids are doing, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Sure. So that's that carnal nature. And you got to say, well, why are we doing it? Right. Why are we making the decision to forego every weekend, you know, yes. or choosing every weekend mm-hmm. to be spent at travel ball. Yeah. You know, and if it's coming from a place, well, this is what our family loves to do. Right. This is our expression. It's who mm-hmm. we are. That's one thing. And it's healthy. Like you said, mm-hmm. the immediate argument is throwing mud on it. Well, you just guys are saying that you need to sit around on the couch and sing Humbaya. You know, that's not it at all. It's a cartoon right. version. Right. You know? Well, I think, you know, any anything that your children have a, a natural affinity for or they're they show uh, some some talent or whatever, it, or a desire. Even uh, you know you want to learn to play drums. Okay, let's let's try it out and be gentle about it, and and see. You know, don't force them either way. But when you when you get to this thing where you got to play, you know, all the major sports, and then you know you you want to be on the surf team too, and, and all this stuff because of you know, 99 out of a hundred reasons that are bad and they look good, but mm. they're not. When you flip them over, what you find is the bugs come out and you understand, Oh, wow. And it's really good to know this up front and to be challenged by these questions than to wait till your kids are grown up. And again, what I said in the beginning was they get to define and tell whether you're a good parent or not. A lot of us assume we are, but wait till your kids grow up and say, yeah, yeah, you, you guys were good parents. And uh, you, you might hear something different if you try to manage all of these extraneous things that are really not the core of who they are. Even if they play baseball or whatever and yeah. they're good at it, it, it's still not who they are. That could be, could possibly be a way that, to express that. But, uh, you know, that, that takes a, a long time to let God show you that. I'm hearing two things from that gentleness and patience, you know, are the two things that mm-hmm. I feel like I hear in that. Sure. We got to be gentle yeah. and patient to right. let it develop. You know, one of the things we experienced with our son recently is, you know, his first year they have the all stars, which, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, accolades, all stars. I've been my whole life been around it, you know, and, and Matthew was not selected as part of the all star team. Now, you know, He's he's hearing this or whatnot. He might not appreciate this, but it's just it's something to be able to share a point of view because mm-hmm. he put so much pressure on himself, yeah. you know, to be a part of that. Sure, but his it wasn't his decision to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a choice, and he wasn't chosen, mm-hmm. you know. But but it creates this pressure of making him feel like he's a failure, mm-hmm. or make it feel like you know. So that brings up a whole another conversation right. about how do we navigate these moments of disappointment, these moments of failure, these moments of challenge. Especially with these young kids, man. Yeah. I mean, that's hard. It's hard enough to deal with at 36. <laughs> I got my own junk, man. 
yeah. you know, my own struggles, and I let myself down. I let you down as a business partner and a friend, and my and my spouse from time to time. And you put oh, this weight on yourself, sure, you know. But you got to get over that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> God is good, and and He's very forgiving. Uh, what He wants is our He wants us to be um, to to let go of our will. And uh, you know, we talk about this a lot, but it's really important that uh, you know we've got the right perspective on uh, it, our relationship with him is is paramount it has to be first but most people will agree and say that um, f- few people actually live that out and I think it's just true I, it's, I'm not saying it out of being mean or whatever it's just true and it, it takes a, a while to really grab hold of that you have to experience God it's a relationship, truly. That's not a cliche. It's a real thing, but few people experience it that way. It reminds me of our community, Portable Faith community. Mm-hmm. You know, you shared a thought this morning that that really brought mm-hmm. that up, and it's mm-hmm. it's out of Matthew, um, Matthew six, See, six yeah, yeah. six thirty three. Yeah. yeah, and press into that a little bit because the the thought was a twist, if you will. You know, kind of diving deeper underneath sure. it. I think that's yeah. really poignant for what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, it, it's uh, it's Matthew six thirty three, and it's in there several times. Um, <clears throat> but in that gospel, it's in six thirty three. It's uh, seek first the kingdom of God and uh, His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And so, you know, a lot of people try to make a list and put him at the top of the list or a pie chart, and uh, you know, he gets to be the. The big, the big red slice, <laughs> right? You know, seventy percent of it. Or, you know, <laughs> right. you're doing well, and that's not the way this is meant. Uh, and and I really believe that because uh, <clears throat> if you look at the the verse, what you see is, and 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 even if you put it, you put it, especially if you put it in context. Um, but uh, ultimately, uh, you know, all these things will be added to you. So if all means all. Then there's nothing else to seek. So seek him first means he becomes the filter for everything. So you have to be in him and him and you, and that's first. It's the only. So the thing that we sent out this morning was, uh, you know, it, it means to seek God instead of everything else, not just above, but instead of. Mm. It's a beautiful thought. really presses into where we are today on the show. Guys, you're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. 
My name is Matt Ham. With me every Sunday is Kevin Adams. We are the co-founders of Uprint. I appreciate you guys tuning in here. We also uh, want to thank our corporate partners, one of those being Southern Bank, our exclusive banking partner, the Bank of Better Business. Since 1901, they've been serving Eastern North Carolina with specialized financial service. You can check out their Mayfair branch, Leon Pruzon, Paul McCombie, and Lenny Smith. can be reached at 910-256-3657. also want to thank Century 21 Swoyer & Associates, our exclusive real estate partner, serving in southeastern North Carolina area more than 30 years. Whether you're buying or selling a home, make sure you reach out to Jeff and his team there at 910-256-0021. Conversations with them, I hear that the market is very crazy right now. Uh, so it be a good time to reach out if you have any interest in, in selling or if you're looking for a home. Um, so, Kev, we're, we're, we just got done talking in the last segment um, about seeking God instead of mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah. And you were talking about pie. I got excited, you know, because <laughs> I love pie. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so I had this idea. It's like, uh-huh. you know, Jesus pie. <laughs> you know, we got uh-huh. this Jesus pie. I think I think when we look at life, um, you know, a, a lot of times we we this idea of balance mm-hmm. is what gets brought to the table. Mm-hmm. I think balance can be very dangerous because we equally try to divide the pie between Jesus and faith and business and family and marriage and personal and health. And right. we've got this pie that's divided up and it's all equal parts, but mm-hmm. the family side goes, well, that, that piece is bigger. You know what I mean? Or the yeah. fitness side goes, I'm not getting any pie, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so we end up exhausting ourselves by fighting over these bigger pieces of pie. Right. And I think the picture is here that Jesus is the pie. So feed on that. Right. And it fuels everything. Mm-hmm. And we've got to abandon this idea that balance is the answer. It's not about cutting equal slices of pie. Stop <laughs> That's it. Right. right. Yeah. Sorry, well, preaching over. Well, if all means all, then God is all that you need to seek, period. And a lot of people don't like that. It doesn't mean you don't live your life. It doesn't mean you don't have dreams and desires. It means all of those things will flow out of your relationship with God. And if you don't believe in him, then you know that's that's one thing if you don't if you say you believe in him but you don't believe him that's another uh for example you had mentioned uh something i talk about regularly and that is uh you know the zachariah versus mary zachariah being uh the father of john the baptist versus uh mary the mother of jesus and why did uh the angel speak to both of them and tell them you know, their son's coming, two different guys, right? But right. one, uh, Zacharias had his mouth shut up, and uh, Mary uh, was spoken highly of. So what's the difference? And, you know, the, the the first thing you see is the response. And the response uh, from Zacharias is, how can I know this for certain? Or how can I know this to be true? You can read that, and you'll see it, and you can feel it. Uh, well, how you can know, Zacharias, is he just told you. The angel just told you. So what you're doing is you're saying, uh, hey, Gabriel, uh, you just told me, but I don't really believe what you just said. That's not faith. So that God shut his mouth up for six months or however long it was. Mm -hmm. That's your answer. The other side of that is Mary said, she didn't say, how can I know? She said, how can this be? Totally different. So you got two words, how. 
But one was saying, how can I know for sure? Because I don't really believe what you're saying. The other one was just saying, that's awesome. Will you tell me more? Mm-hmm. Mary was saying, that's awesome. Tell me more. Now, you see, if you don't dig in, if you don't put God first, if you don't go there, you don't get this stuff. What you get is rote behavior, surface-level crap, dogma, box stuff on Sunday, and you end up with your kids being 25 years old going, man, you know, my parents really, um, they tried, you know, blessed their hearts. You get that because they're trying to be kind. Well, you know, if you really want to raise your kids up, raise them up for him and let them follow that by your lead. It's a totally different thing. So putting God first uh, is not a box. It's not a pie wedge. It's not a list. It is, he is everything. Seek him and all this will be added. And, you know, my life is living proof of it. I don't say that arrogantly. I say it with humility and and just, you know, I'm proud of my father. He's awesome. And my father in heaven. So that that's to me that's everything leads to this. It's it all goes back to it. That's why we can always talk about it because whatever ever subject there there that you deal with, it all leads to this place. But there's a thousand different streams of thought that, you know, people struggle with. Fear, you know, parenting, whatever. So Yeah, I think I think you know it's interesting you bring up that passage and that's in Luke one. If listeners want to dive into that, and at least that's the context of what we're speaking from here, Luke chapter one. You know, Zachariah, Father John the Baptist, Mary, you know, Mother Jesus. It, it hit me, and that's why I texted you that the other day, is they both asked how. But, you know, diving into that a little bit deeper, what you see is it's possible to ask how from a place of humility and excitement. You know what I mean? And then one is very manipulative. Mm-hmm. And that's what I that's what I really said. It was like Zachariah wanted God was a puzzle to figure out. You know what I mean? And And it became very much, he was like just crushing it. You know, and that's where I feel like in my own spirit, man, I struggle often with just crushing what God's doing because I want it to be a puzzle that I've got to know, you know what I mean, instead of just being the hungry kid of just saying like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, so it's possible to ask how from those two different places. And that's how God, that's how good God really is. Well, they're not asking, they're not both asking how really, uh, I understand what you're saying. And again, what I was saying a minute ago is they're asking two different things. One saying, I believe you. One saying, I don't. And and the the how uh, for Mary was, um, that's incredible. Show me more. It was that, it, it was uh, this idea that I'm going to dive in because I don't understand it. So the how, it, you know, we, she uses the word how, but it's, uh, it, she's not really asking uh, what he is. Right. Zachariah is asking I'm, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand this, so I don't believe it. It's right. more of a doubting Thomas, and and so I mean that's the important thing there. I mean, you know, the word how, but but also, really, the spirit underneath it. One is not of faith, and one is of a, a lot of faith. You can feel it if you study it. Yeah, it goes back to talking about the kids, you know, and what's driving these, you know, actions right. that you take. Yeah, if you really start to ask why. Why are you asking how? You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and what's what's underneath that? You know, it'd be like how exciting? You know, like that's that's that that's what I feel from Mary. It's how exciting? You know what I mean? Versus the the disbelief or, or lack of faith from from Zachariah. And you know, it, it brings to to question this idea that God. You know, uh, we, we we talked about this. Somebody threw the idea out there. You know, um, 
your love never fails. This song, this Christian song, your love never fails. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I can't sing that honestly because I feel like God has failed me. Mm-hmm. And it goes to this place of which angle you are approaching him from, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and, and that is, uh, man, it's profound. And I just don't think that people are really willing to dive into the depths of, of getting honest about what's driving these patterns. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that little nugget a minute ago, you know, that's something I've been using that to teach for a long time. And, and, but a lot of people don't, it, it, you, if you don't dig in and get below the surface and nothing will change. And so that's the point of that. Um, so with someone who says, I can't sing love never fails, which is another, it's been around a while, but, uh, apparently, you know, it's new to this person and, and, and it, it strikes a chord in them that is, uh, you know, difficult to deal with. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you are a Christian, you have to go through this litany. You have to go back to, do I believe in God? Do I believe God? And you keep yesing yourself all the way through, what do I believe the word is from God? Uh, is he smarter? And, you know, can he, if he can part the Red Sea, speak the world into existence, could he create a word through Constantine and all these other people? Bad, good. Could he say, does God have trouble saying what he means? The answer is no. So you go through all that again. You come right back to where you are. Yeah, but. And that's what this guy's doing. Yeah, but. Uh, so. You know, that's scripture. Love never fails. It's patient, kind. If you don't believe that, then <laughs> go back to square one. What do you believe? You know, you can't argue this. It's either true or not. So go do something different if, you, if you're if you not going to attempt to believe it and step into it. This is just dealing with truth, man. Well, the, the reality is, is are we willing, you know, to that's deal right. with truth? That means letting go of your will. Yeah. That, that's the problem. Yeah. And that's really where the stronghold is, is letting go of your will in exchange for the Father's. And we can dive into that more in this next segment. You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. Matt Hammond, Kevin Adams. In the meantime, check out our portable faith community at wakeupmyfaith.com. We'll be back right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters. And that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given U-print. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Matt Hammond, Kevin Adams. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We want to thank our corporate partners uh, for being a uh, part of this show, friends of the show, for making this possible. Chris Hutchins 
and his team at Guaranteed Rate or as our exclusive mortgage partner. Uh, Chris has been in the business more than 20 years. He's got a great team with him there. If you need to refinance, uh, if you're looking to possibly purchase a home and need to get a quote uh, on what that would look like, call Chris and his team, 910-344-0304. Also want to recognize Dr. Greg Veeman and his team at Seacoast Skin Surgery right here in the building with us at Howe Creek Landing, just north of Mayfair, 910-256-2100. Many thanks to Greg and, and his team there. Um, so, so Kevin, man, we're, we're diving in today. What sparked the conversation was just, you know, parenting and kids and, and how we begin to navigate this, what's driving the motives of travel ball and sports and just, you know, overpassionate parents, overbearing parents, what defines a great parent, you said that's when your kids grow up, you know, what they say about you. Great thought there. I love that. We use that to kind of to teach this standpoint of, you know, believing in God, um, not just believing in God, but believing him mm-hmm. to the point where you say scripture is my inheritance. It's what he's given me. Mm-hmm. And if in there it says that God is love and love never fails, mm-hmm. then God never fails you. Exactly. And if you don't want to believe that, then Okay. Well, there's nothing else to talk about. But if you want to talk about it and you want to get honest and press in, then okay, let's dig in. See, this is the thing. We're we're not going to let you die on the side of the road. But if you want to just stay on the side of the road and complain about it, then we'll say, all right, we're going to dust off and get on to the person who's hungry and ready to go because this thing's short. we got to be honest. we got to dig in. What do you really believe? And you got to start living like it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to waste my time or anyone else's not pressing into that, you know, and that's, and and we're not going to waste our time as a company and as partners jumping in. uh, We will do anything for anybody, but if somebody has that mentality and they just keep on with it, you know, okay, that's fine. I got other things to do. And, uh, you know, people, some people don't like that. Call it callous, but it's exactly how Jesus was and what he told us to do. Yeah. And if they don't receive you, get on. <laughs> get on to the next. Don't right. cast your pearls to swine. So, you know, I, I, it might sound like there's a little edge to it, but it's just it, it works too important. Yeah. So the hungry need to be fed. Um, those who are not hungry, you know, uh, what, what can you say? Yeah. Well, it's like you don't need to stand there on the side of the road and argue with them either. I mean, right. you know, I, I remember something that my mom always taught me. Uh, she got it from her mother, I believe. and said, if you argue with a fool, onlookers can't tell the difference. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And and I, I love yeah. that. You know, worldly fool to, to my friend here, the oh, extravagant yeah. fool. <laughs> no well, offense. First Corinthians 3.18, it's in there. <laughs> Become a fool if you want to be wise. Right. So we're using fool in the— Talking about a, a, a proverbial fool. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, you know, you sit there and you argue with a, a foolish person, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know the difference. And I think right. that's where we got caught up in Christian culture is trying to argue these points. That takes us back to last week's show. If you mm-hmm. missed that, go on our podcast, check it out. It's uprint.life uh, forward slash iTunes, you can download that there. Encourage you to go back. Ton of good information on how we begin to lower our expectations mm-hmm. of people and raise our expectations of God. Right. Um, but the, the the bottom line is, is for me, you you literally have to treat God. You said this, Kevin, as if He is your own influence, your only, only influence, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And 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 not travel ball coaches, and you know, not right. other parents. 
and not your strongholds because you didn't make the all-star team when you were eight, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or not the fact that you had a dad who was never there for you or not the fact that you are so wrapped up in the opinions of people that you can't be yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. all these things. And listen, man, this is a guy who's walking through this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't have this figured out, you know what I mean? And you love me enough to constantly press on me to get rid of this stuff. So, so you can begin navigating life from a fresh perspective yeah. instead of all the stuff that you've always lived under. Right. Well, we all have to walk through it. It's called picking up your cross. <laughs> you know, and Jesus said you can't be his disciple unless you do that. So a lot of people won't pick it up for different reasons. It's heavy. You know, oh, oh, it's got splinters. It doesn't matter. Pick it up anyway, right? So the good thing is the willingness. And you have that, and and, uh, and I've had to go through that, and, and – uh, uh, but it's really hard to work with folks who who have no willingness. So, and again, we're we're just spotlighting this particular individual who says, "I don't believe that." Okay, you know, <laughs> all right. What else? What, what else do you want to talk about? You know, I've had a lot of people, atheists, and people that you know did social media for a long time and kind of got got worn out from it. But uh, people would always try to argue with you. Mm. It's like, what is there to argue? You. You have a right to believe what you want. Why are you concerned about what I believe? If you want to dialogue and press into that, that's fine. But uh, just making those kind of statements, it's it's really what, what's going on is there's some pain underneath. But if they're not willing to to dig in and explore why that is and what's causing that for real, it's just, they're just going to keep saying that until they're done yeah. and waste their life. Well, I think one of the things for me – getting honest about my own struggles with, you know, parenting four kids and so forth. I think back to many of the times when my hair's on fire, you know, proverbially. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it's on fire. Sure. Whether it's at a ballpark and you're getting too much into a game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether you're at home and the kids aren't listening and you raise your voice, whether there's a right. snap judgment in a, in a moment, you know, and you pop your kid, you know, because they're not listening or what. It's all coming from my own uncenteredness. It's all mm-hmm. coming from my own pain. Yeah. You know, it's all coming from that place, you know, and, and, you know, if, if you're tired, if you're stressed out, if you haven't been in the word, mm-hmm. these things lead to this place where you begin responding from something other than God's lead. And right. that never wins. It doesn't yeah. honor him at all. It just wastes time. Absolutely. Yeah. There's people who would say, I don't want to, and I, I think I've heard Maybe uh, George Clooney say something to this effect. I'm not going to waste my time with, you know, I think he might have said religion or whatever, whatever Hollywood calls what we do. Right. Uh, you know, it's short and I'm going to do my thing and, you know, applause. That's that's cool. But uh, the point is, is you're either going to waste your life for God or you're just going to waste it. Either way, it's going fast. So if you think it's a waste of time, then, you know, that, that's your business. But the, the point is, is to get serious about this. And, uh, you know, because all of these little things we see going on in our behavior patterns, when they are strongholds and they're caused by that, and they will not, they'll, they'll continue if we don't unearth them. And they'll affect our generations and our children and, our, and their children, and it'll keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, what the strongholds we have came from somewhere. Some of it's stuff we've suffered through as a uh through life and other things come generationally through behavior patterns from our parents grandparents etc and and it's not they, nobody meant to do that you know hurt people hurt people broken people break people mm. and uh you know again i'm not 
I mean, we all love our parents. I'm not really focused on them, but I'm just saying it's 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 generational, but it's also through experience. But it all boils down to trauma that needs to be healed, uh, broken off, so you can start to see who you really are instead of trying to be everything else. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> taking your kids to 50 different things and, you know, well, I want them to get rich. I want them to be a, you know, Tiger Woods, a great example of that. Uh, great example. Uh, all you got to do is look at the whole scenario with his dad from age one or two, whenever they started that. I mean, yeah, he got rich and famous and he's probably the best, uh, you know, one of those Michael Jordan kind of best. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, at what cost? I mean, every time you take a, a rung of that ladder, you leave a piece of yourself on it every time you step up. So you may get where you want to go in that vein, uh, but you, you have wasted who you are yeah. in the process. You know, it's not worth it. It's much better to know who you are in him and live that out. Man, that's when fruit happens. That's yeah. when legacy happens. And that's true freedom. It is. It's what Jesus came to set Free, set yeah. the captive free. Well, you cr- you climb the ladder and realize you're at the wrong building. <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> sure. I worked that hard to get to the top of this thing, and I and I, you know, sacrificed myself along the way. Yeah, you know, not well, healthy. Yeah, that's that's what you know. That's what that meant. Is is uh, yeah, you you can't uh, you can't expect there not to be a cost. Everything has a cost, and every heavenly purpose has an earthly cost, and so that. But that's a good thing to pay. Yeah, that's getting rid of your stronghold. That's that's focusing on him over and over. Um, it's it's very simple. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of things in the way, and uh, we just we we it, the first thing is to be honest about it, and to let go of your ego and your will, and start just trusting him and to yield. When listen, when you yield to God, you put yourself in a position to receive from him. Mm. Woo! That's it. <laughs> Y'all go back, hit rewind. Dive onto that and eat it like an apple every day this week. That's fantastic. Guys, you're listening to Matt Ham and Kevin Adams. Wake Up Our Faith, Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com and join us. We'll be back next week. See you soon.